Welcome back, True Believers. I'm Thomas Brando Greenman, and you're listening to the You're Not My Father podcast. Everyone could use a little fatherly advice, no matter what your age is. So we're here to provide that advice, wisdom, humor, motivation, and inspiration to help you live a better life. So without further ado, let's do this. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I hope your holidays are or have been amazing. Speaking of which, that's what today's episode is about. Not your holidays, but the holidays in general. The ones I've had, wished I had, didn't have, wished I hadn't, and I'm currently having, although it's a little late. I know that's kind of a mouthful. But ain't that the holidays, right? We all have our favorite holiday stories, some good, some bad, and they're usually pretty memorable. And interestingly, interestingly enough, inspiring folks since the dawn of time and beyond. And that's the holidays, and if that's not worthy an episode, I don't know what is. And maybe it's because it's that time of the year, the holiday season. We haven't done a holiday episode. At least I don't think so. Not really. So sit back and relax, and if you're driving, look out, truck! So when I say brief history of holidays, I'm going to mean brief, I guess. And I doubt this was, would really count as a history lesson, because most of our holidays are kind of old ones, surprisingly enough. And you might be saying, well, what about Christmas? Christmas, that's a modern holiday, isn't it? You know, with Coke and the Christmas tree and Santa Claus and all that stuff. Well, I hate to be the one to tell you, but no, not really. So what we think of as traditional Christmas with Santa and all that stuff really is kind of more like 200 years old. So you're kind of right. But before that, it goes back to the early Christian church celebrating Christ's birth. But what if you go back before that? Now, history gets a little fuzzy. But there's several hypotheses floating around the academic world, i.e. the historians, that say that Christmas is the wrapping paper on some much older holidays like a sun god cult, so forth. And so those holidays are the being beginnings of even older ones. It's kind of like a Russian doll, if you think about it. So many layers and wrapping paper. It's kind of like these holidays were being, uh, I don't know, re-gifted. And so in the end, most of them revolve around the winter solstice. But you know, I'm not here to pick on Christmas. Not at all. But like most of our history... It can kind of vary depending on the person. And if we can get an argument on the origins of this, well, you just wait and see what happens when your brother shows up with that girl that you used to date or your uncle gets drunk and, 
well, I think you're starting to see the picture here. <laughs> so why do holidays inspire people? I think from a very basic point of view, a holiday is something to look forward to. Life gets a bit monotone whenever you do the same thing, day in and day out. It's kind of like eating pizza every day. Wait a minute. I think that actually might work. How about this? It's like eating salad every day. Oh, it gets boring. And going to work every day, well, you can't stand that either. That's why you have the weekend. And maybe that's the best example I'm ever going to be able to come up with. The weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. You know the song. I don't like it. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. We say that. And we're all giving our very best to get through until that Friday night movie. The bar crawl. The date. The weekend. Vacation. And of course, the holiday. And the examples I've given are more like uh, motivation, though. Does that really count as inspiration? Well, maybe we can say that they're linked. Christmas could inspire you to be a better person. Ebenezer Scrooge certainly felt inspired to be better. I mean, he was kind of a dick, right? We all ponder what kind of gift to give someone, and if and if we're going to be real about it, we're kind of pondering what the monetary value of the relationship is, and what's appropriate. Maybe it inspires you to buy somebody Bed Bath & Beyond. Or maybe an Amazon gift card, which I'm guilty of. Or just an envelope full of cash. Or maybe toys you'll be stepping on and throwing away in fits of rage worthy of a Mike Tyson is prime. <laughs> but no, it's not just about Christmas. Um, there's several other holidays out there that inspire so New Year's is a great one. Making a promise to no one, or no one that cares, that you'll do better, you'll stop doing something, you'll do this, or you'll do that. But don't worry, man. <laughs> Your good intentions will be left on the side of the road like a bag of McDonald's trash thrown out the window by drunk people at 3 a.m. in the morning. Did all that inspire you to go to the gym? Well, yeah, at least for a few weeks, right? A few days, one day. Planet Fitness makes their most money during those times, I'll bet. So what about spring break? Another holiday. You gotta get in shape to get in that bikini. You gotta get a six-pack of abs or the old keg. And go flex on the beach. Do you even live, bruh? Fourth of July? Oh, man. It's time to get out the grill and cooler. It's time to get it on. Can't wait. But oh yeah, I'm in Alaska, and it's the middle of winter. Why the hell am I inspiring myself when I've got four to five feet of snow? Damn. <laughs> but you know, we all need something to look forward to. And you know what? Holidays are that constant reminder that there's something awesome coming around soon. You just have to wait a little while, and good times are here again, or so you hope. It's kind of like a guidebook of things that uh, you should be doing. You know, whenever your parents aren't around or they're not really a big part of your life, not to depress you, but 
if somebody's not taking the whip to your back and trying to motivate you and always after you to try to get to, to do these things, if it's just left up to you and you alone, would you celebrate all these holidays? I don't know. I kind of feel like I don't or I didn't at one point in time. So how does that inspire me? Well, geez, Beaver, <laughs> I guess I'm just like everybody else. You know, I'm motivated and I'm inspired by the prospect of something awesome coming. You know, even when it's bad, it's like you've got a second chance to try it again. You know, maybe it'll be better this time. Maybe I've learned my lesson. Or now I'm a better person than they'll like me this time. And yeah, I've been there. You know, honestly, the holidays when I was a little kid were pretty awesome. I didn't have anything to compare it to. I'd only been around for a few years, you know, life and all. So yeah, things were kind of wonderful. Not in the Wonder Years, not the TV show. Maybe they were kind of Wonder Years. <laughs> but some of my earliest holiday memories were around when I was two or three. I've got a pretty decent memory. And, um... My mom made some really awesome gingerbread men. <laughs> they were really tasty. They were kind of hard and crunchy, but she'd put like these little peppermint red hots on them as buttons. And it was just, they were kind of magical. I'd never had them before. I'd never seen them before. They were really awesome. In that same holiday, I had this really cool, it was a, light-powered Old West shoot 'em up toy. And so it's where you fire this light-emitting Old West six-shooter. And if you hit the light sensor in the middle, the gunslinger kind of fell to the ground. It's really, really cool. And um, the other day I was looking up <laughs> this toy, and sure enough, it was, I think it was right, right around 77, 78, around that time, you know, um, it was pretty, pretty cool. Um, you know, same holiday, I got a pair, a set of uh, Star Wars sheets. And I've got to tell you, I love them. I slept on them for the better part of, oh, geez, I, you know, off and on for probably about 20 years until they just finally just collapsed. It was good times, you know. Leaving cookies out for Santa was kind of amazing. You know, it was pretty incredible to see, uh, you know, what I thought this guy who showed up, just like in the cartoons and the uh, the books that I looked at the pictures, because let's face it, I wasn't reading. You know, see this evidence that uh, he showed up and he ate these cookies and drank milk and he took off and there's his presence here. I mean, how could you not like this dude? <laughs> this dude was awesome. And never mind that I didn't know that, you know, we didn't have a chimney. And how he was was he going to get there? I don't know. I don't think I ever saw a... I don't ever think I saw a uh, movie that showed Santa Claus breaking in the back door or anything. But, you know, I don't recall too many more Christmas holidays around that time. Except when I was probably four. I think at this point we were living in Mississippi. Scary. <laughs> Not really. It was cool. Um, my folks got me some Star Trek die-cast models. 
And so when I say models, they were, they were like, you know, I didn't have to put them together, but there was a little bit of element of having to put stuff on them, like stickers and whatever. And, um, yeah, it was Star Wars, but it was still pretty cool. And it was a bit of a project that kind of kept me busy, which I'm sure my parents loved. I remember sitting around that kitchen table for hours doing something with hot water and dunking these things in to get these stickers to stick. And they shot these little discs, and they were really cool. And I looked up some of these on the Internet, and, of course, they go for several hundred dollars in mint condition. And I doubt that even if I had these now, would they be considered mint? No. But they were these great toys, and I was enamored with them. Not just for that day, <laughs> but for for months. And part of my, I don't know, part of my dreams and whatnot, I still kind of think of these things from time to time. And, uh, yeah, they were cool. They were really, really cool. And just, to, just on their own, like if I'd, somebody bought those for me, I don't think they would have meant the same thing. I just don't. But, you know, as I got older, um, some of the Christmases were amazing. But overall, they were kind of lackluster. I mean, I truly do remember the ones where my parents were there when they were married. Um, these were the ones where, like, they did everything. I mean, like, the decorations, the trees. I mean, the whole nine yards. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the cookies, the plates, the glasses, Playing the music, tinsel, lights everywhere. I mean, over-the-top Christmas. I remember those for sure. But I think there were only a handful of them, you know? Kind of looking back on them now, it was really kind of a, a family show of sorts. Like a movie production with a cast of two parents that really kind of brought everything into focus with a lot of prep work. And the big one I remember, probably the best Christmas I ever had, I think. Uh, it was one when, when I got a real BMX bike. I mean, it was a cool bike. You know, and before that, my dad made a made me a dirt bike <laughs> of sorts. He, uh, he put it together from all these different bits and pieces and, you know, big bulky bike frame. And he painted it black and yellow. It was kind of like a wasp, but without the stripes. And so all of my friends... For the most part, we're cruising around with these tricked-out bikes with the stunt bars and things. Um, and maybe they weren't that expensive, but they still looked like that. And the one that my dad made me was like a... It was built like a tank. You know, it looked like a... It looked like a hand-me-down, but much newer. And I could get it through my head because, you know, I didn't really have a new bike and... You know, I'm sure my dad spent days and nights, you know, in retrospect, you know, getting the right parts, cleaning them up, new tires, refurbing it, painting it, all in an attempt to make something better, like better than an average bike. I mean, he did a project out of it. And me being the sad, ungrateful little boy, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was kind of cool. And then I was like, you know, I wanted this BMX bike. And, um, you know, my dad was the can-do kind of guy. 
He could do anything. But sadly enough, in the end, I really just wanted a old cheapo BMX bike. I don't remember what happened to that Wasp bike. Like it got broke or stolen or something. Something happened to where I couldn't ride it anymore. And, um, you know, I kind of felt like Dad was, you know, really mad at me. Just kind of pissed and... It was, yeah, oh man, it was just kind of weird. Um, but Christmas morning, that morning, this this magical morning, um, I get up in the morning and then, like, it was like the movies, like this bike is just sitting right there. And I hadn't seen it. I hadn't smelled it. <laughs> there was no clue as to where this thing was. I mean, Dad must have hidden this thing. I don't know where or got it at the last minute. And you know? so I just wasn't expecting it at all. And so this Hollywood movie moment where this silvery sparkly hologram crusted bike with matching hologram pads on the middle and the handlebars it shimmered. And it was like the Excalibur BMX bikes was sitting there in the twinkling right lights of the Christmas tree and man, it was a sight to behold. And you know, looking back on it now, it's like what happened behind the scenes. I mean, maybe Dad finally gave in, or maybe he didn't. My mom told him to get this. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But for little me, man, I had freedom, baby. It was like a new car. I mean, I could leave this place, you know, and cruise the big bad streets of my tiny southern town with style, and. <laughs> I think one of the first things I did that day was go to an arcade there in town that happened to be open and spend every quarter I had. <laughs> and that bike was, I was so proud of it. It was awesome. Um, you know, and that same Christmas, I, I think it was, it was probably that same Christmas, but we started uh, another Christmas tradition, which um, still kind of pervades prevails today, I guess, um, you know, watching a movie. And so it kind of started with the Goonies for some reason. And, uh, we, we ate it up. And so back then, you know, we had to rent movies and watch them on our VCR. And for several years, this was the one we rented every Christmas. You know, it was kind of a big deal to rent a movie back then, you know, comparatively speaking. And you had to go down to the store, you had to take it home, you had to watch it, rewind it, and then bring it back. I mean, it was a it was a hell of a process. Um, yeah, it's so easy, you know, now. But the Goonies was 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 a big deal. The Goonies and Ghostbusters, two of the really big movies we watched. And kind of funny because they weren't Christmas movies or anything like that. But um, you know, when I got older. I saw Die Hard for the first time. And as a kid, I immediately thought it was a Christmas movie. Like, I just knew it. Not like today where there's some weird people that want to debate whether it's a Christmas movie or not. It's a Christmas movie. And, you know, while I don't watch it every Christmas, um, I do it often uh, enough that it's kind of a tradition of sorts where... I'll go get Twinkies or Mars bars, things that they've gotten in the movies, like pizza and Coke, the drink, not the powder. <laughs> and, um, you know, 
over the years, like it, it's kind of become a, a thing of sorts where it's like a meme. And um, I like to think that I've contributed to that in some way. But that's a Christmas tradition that's uh, I saw kind of get born and show up over time. And it's been really, really cool. So what can you take away from all this Christmas inspiration? You know, I think in the grand scheme of things, uh, Christmas is a religious event that's taken on a much broader categorization of a family holiday. You know, we tend to have a, a lot of strong feelings about family. And I would say it's no stronger on any other holiday than Christmas. It's like the the apex holiday. And I feel like there's a lot of love that happens, but also, unfortunately, a lot of guilt and shame for a lot of people as well. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of time for healing and bringing your family together a bit more. Some might feel like it's time to do the opposite, but I I believe in Christmas miracles because I believe in people. (laughs) Not in the sense that they do or don't exist, but I believe that they're inherently good people. They try to do good. I mean, after all, we need love. It's something fundamental to us as babies, adults, and beyond. I think when you have an absence of that that light, we find ourselves at odds with other people and ourselves. And so the Christmas miracle that inspires me is that people can somehow use this holiday to heal old wounds, reforge old bonds, rekindle love, and reinvest in their relationships and family. It pushes us to reflect on the good, and that's certainly something the world needs more of. But, you know, what about all the other holidays out there? Am I going to skip all those? Well, no. Maybe. Well, yeah. Kind of, sort of. I mean, the other holidays inspire me, too, but not like Christmas. The other holidays are like a high point in a climb to the end of the year. I feel like most of our holidays follow a great cycle of life, sort of. Like this New Year's is a time to celebrate this year's finally over we have a great opportunity to have in the coming one and you start that year with a bang and you slowly build up again and you kind of have this rhythm of things it's like a song of sorts you know you've got these lulls you know it comes into valentine's day and easter and then you've got these great holidays and they're nothing major but you're building up some momentum and then spring break yeah now we're talking Get to go to the beach, things are warming up. Maybe the snow is melting and the ice. And then Memorial Day. You know, it's a sad day. Um, but remembrance doesn't always have to be sad. Um, and then you've got Fourth of July. And so on, until you get what to what I call the big four. You know, which is Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. You know, kind of ending on that note. And I think if you skipped all the others, people would kind of grumble, complain. But would they, I think they would rather have the big four if you had a choice. Like you could have all of these other ones. We're going to have just these four. I think most people would go to the big four. And especially if you asked your kids or any kids, you know, they probably wouldn't care about New Year's so much. But why do you 
why do we, why do I gravitate towards these, the big four? And my answer is fun. You know, they're freaking fun holidays. You know, Halloween. Let's break it down. You get to dress up and you get to have candy. Hello. I mean, it's awesome. And if it's kind of spooky or whatever, you know, it's kind of a fun way. Um, you know, as kids, you know, we got to dress up as like the Incredible Hulk or um, Frankenstein or the classic horror things or maybe you got to be Batman or Aquaman, Wonder Woman, you know, all these different things. It was it was fun. It was the one time of year where, well, let's face it, you got to go to school in a costume. And that was really cool. I mean, that was penultimate day of sorts. Um, <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving, um, you know, it's you get a couple days off usually. Um, you get to have food and your family comes over. So, eh, you know, it's, it's a big enough holiday, but you, you know, you get like a, 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 an extended weekend. So that's good. And Christmas, you get that whole winter break. And of course, as a kid, you love that because you get cookies and treats and toys. So yeah, that's the big deal. And so that's kind of like the, the song kind of crescendos into that that area, and so it's no. Sh- uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it's no shame, well, maybe a little bit of shame that um, you know I didn't crank out this episode um, in time for the holidays, so that you could listen to it whenever you were <laughs> trying to avoid your family or. You wished you didn't have to listen to them, or maybe you were missing them. Um, so yeah, I was I was busy with the holidays, and that's the reason why I didn't get this this last uh, this last podcast before the end of the year, and that's the reason why it's showing up after the first of the year. But I'll tell you, um, we've had kind of a very interesting holiday season. So if you're a longtime listener of the show, you may have noticed that I'm talking about Christmas. And typically we don't do Christmas, we do Hanukkah. And we have for a long time. Uh, me personally, it's been I don't know, like fifteen plus years, maybe more. It's been like a different life since then. But it's it's been an interesting ride. I the holidays that we've done have been kind of point of contention with me and my wife. She doesn't like Halloween, she doesn't like Christmas, and for lack of a better word, we uh we've been pretty strict. So there's a lot of holidays that the the kids haven't had uh haven't had access to or haven't been able to do. But my wife has, I wouldn't say she's changed her mind. She would probably vehemently deny that. <laughs> I think what she would say is she maybe she softened her heart in some ways to certain things. And for me, I wouldn't say I've always been a, 
this or that kind of person when it comes to holidays. Again, you know, I kind of fall back onto, I'm a people person. I believe in people. And from a religious standpoint, I don't see Halloween as any more derivative than any other holiday. You know, that it's this and that type of stuff. And so you can get into the religious aspects and semantics and whatnot, but it's kind of like what I've talked about in this whole podcast uh, episode. You could clearly see that I wasn't praying to some god or (laughs) that these holidays motivated me to do anything bad. Um, Not at all. I mean, it was about fun. It was about family. It's about the things that, that we kind of do. And I didn't get into too many personal things with, I don't know, like what my dad would do, what my mother would do. Not at all. But maybe I should. Maybe I should call out the the blow-by-blows or, or whatever. But I'm not going to do that. You know, instead, I, I... Instead of focusing on the negative aspects of the holidays, I really want to focus on the positives. Because that, if I'm going to carry a bag, I want it to be a good-looking bag. I want to enjoy carrying it. <laughs> Unlike some really horrible luggage that you lug around that's heavy and it just makes you cringe and whatnot. No, the, the, the things I carry around with me are really good memories. And, you know, I lost my dad this year and that was a change for me. You know, the holidays weren't that big a deal for him. Not at all. But it was really about the people for him, too. He didn't really care that, you know, this, that, or whatever. Yeah, I think in some ways he was a lot like me. It was, you know, the day didn't really matter. You know, it was the person that we were spending it with that did. And I think that I probably took this attitude away from him was that I didn't need somebody to tell me that I need to appreciate somebody. It's a good reminder, but I don't want to be told that, this person means something to me. I need to make sure that they know that. No, no. I miss my dad. I miss my mother, my stepmother. I miss a lot of people. I guess in the end, if you didn't have these holidays, if you didn't have these things where could celebrate and be a part of something more than just yourself I think life would be a really lonely place I think we would uh, we might even devolve into something scary like machines or animals or something else you know I hear talk about Beer being the uh, catalyst for civilization or sanitation being the catalyst for 
civilization or all these other different things. And part of me totally agrees with that. But a lot of parts of me now kind of feel like these holidays are, are really the celebrations. They, these are the things that bring us together. I mean, they're all symbiotic, you know, the great big circle of life type of deal. Hmm. Yeah, holidays. So what's happened to us here recently? Besides the holidays. Um, we had Snowpocalypse 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> I think all total we had... Jeez, I don't know, like five, six, seven feet of snow total. For the first time in a long time, the schools were closed several days because the roads were too bad. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it's been at least three weeks since all that happened. It was like the week before Christmas um, or earlier. But either way. We, the roads are just now finally starting to get cleaned out. So that's been interesting. Two lanes, how about one? Three lanes, how about one and a quarter? It, it's been rough. We've missed work. We've missed school. Um, there's been all kinds of stuff going on. So that's all the uh, holiday crap that I can talk about this year. Thankfully, it's all over. I'm recording this uh, a few days after New Year's. <laughs> and I'm ready to get back into the swing of things. But I'm also looking forward to the next holiday. And, yeah. And so what am I thankful for this past year? I am thankful for being alive. For having the amazing family I do. For having kids and a wife who love me and some who times don't respect me as much, but um, they really do love me more than I ever probably could have asked for. I'm thankful for having an amazing business family and being able to do amazing things for really amazing people. It's been a great year. I'm thankful that God has made me a uh, tool <laughs> and has um, allowed me to further walk in his, in his word. From a spiritual perspective, it's been really amazing. And I'm thankful that <clears throat> my allergies have kicked in and... <laughs> Made sure I don't need to draw out the rest of this episode. So thank you, True Believers, for tuning in for another episode. Um, we hope to be back within another few weeks with a new episode and some uh, interesting perspectives here. <laughs> Love you guys. Hang in there. Have an amazing 2023.